Hey, I'm Andrew Dubber. I'm the director of Music Tech Fest. Thanks so much for downloading and listening to the MTF podcast. Now, one of the things that was a really big deal for us at MTF Stockholm was that not only did we want to make sure that we had 50% women right across the board at the festival, but we also wanted to have inspirational women in the lead of all technology areas. And the caliber of people we ended up with was just phenomenal. We were really lucky to be joined by Matilda George, Innovation Ecosystem Manager for Ericsson One. She took the role as Woman in the Lead of Industry Innovation at MTF, and one of the key ideas at the festival, and in fact at all MTF events, was that things that are created there are supported to go on to have a life beyond it. Matilda believes that putting creativity at the centre of innovation is the key to finding promising new projects that can evolve into sustainable businesses. And that was such a great fit for the MTF community. Matilda and her colleagues from Ericsson were at MTF Stockholm testing 5G technologies for hyper-low latency music applications. And she also took a bit of time to join Reuters journalist Jamila Knowles on stage at the festival to talk about her professional role and the impact of the music and creativity that fills her personal life on her work in high-end industry innovation. From MTF Stockholm, this is Matilda George. So, Matilda, I, I mean, I ask this question to everybody. If they're not already uh, in your workshops, which they may well be at the moment, um, what do you do with Ericsson One? So, I am uh, one of the innovation managers at Ericsson One, which is Ericsson's innovation unit uh, on a global scale. So, what we do is that we collaborate with industry, startups, academia, and are trying to find new applications for future 5G or IoT. Okay, so I mean, we, we know Ericsson in that field, of course, communications, networks, things like this. So, I mean, at tech fests like this, we may come across incubators and, in fact, probably run things like very much like incubators here mm. as well. Um, how did you get involved in that? Why focus your talents? in the area of trying to herd cats, as it were. Sometimes it can be pretty crazy. Yeah. So we, we started the incubator program for two years ago. And I have always been very passionate about ideas and always wanted to start my own business. But I haven't really come, come up with what I want to do. So when I started at Ericsson, people were so focused on the technology aspect. And for me, not coming from a technology background, I thought we need better applications to understand the use of the technology. And listen to many other speakers here today about the diversity and designing around the, the, the human. I think that is why we started the incubator program for for entrepreneurs and, and people who would like to develop technology around a, a need or a, a person. Uh, for, because I think that that is what Ericsson also need to, to grow as a company and to, to learn about our, our technology. Okay, so alongside this, and I'm guessing part of the reason why you're here at this event is that you have a passion for music. Yes. Tell me, tell us all about this. Yeah, I, who doesn't have <laughs> a passion for music? Uh, so it, it was quite easy when Michaela asked me to be here. Um, but I've always been very passionate about music. Went to music school for 10 years when I was little. 
played a lot of different kinds of instruments. I, I think that I really like the way that music makes people feel and makes me feel. You can listen to it when you are out running or at work, and I think that it uh, relies a lot on to your emotions when listening to music. And so, so yeah, so that's the passion. <laughs> and so, how do you bring this then to an incubator? As you said, some of the conversations we've had here have been uh, certainly about technology, but also about the human. Mm. And. Technology can be seen as quite cold. Networks technology <laughs> yeah. can seem quite abstract. Mm. How do you encourage talented people in these fields to get all touchy-feely? Touchy-feely. <laughs> I think that uh, uh, I think that that is a very good question. I think that uh, f from from a start, not only developing the technology because awesome new technology, but thinking about the need and the problem and something that actually solves something for a person or, or a company or, or a country. Um, so I think that f for coming from that perspective and working a lot with design thinking and, and not being afraid of, of failing, we are a big company, but at my unit where I work, we work almost as a small startup, developing uh, the technologies and prototyping and testing it. So going around asking people what they think. And being here is, is one example. We have, um, I have two colleagues upstairs testing their technology today with all the people here, asking them what they think. So I, I think it's, um, it's coming from that perspective. So what is the technology that they're testing here at the moment? They're testing 5G. So you know that you have 4G probably on your phone, yeah? So 5G will be a whole new thing. And Ericsson is now developing uh, 5G. And it's a competition running there who will be the fast developing 5G. And we are on a very good way, but I think that we really don't know what we actually can use it for. So for us to understand, the, the future needs and the future industries, because people have been talking about it today as well, that with AI and with IoT, that will create a bunch of new industries and a bunch of new jobs and needs and problems. So how, how can we develop the technology in the best way to solve those kinds of, of problems? So my colleagues upstairs, if you haven't visited them, they are doing a music uh, connect uh, application. So with 5G, for example, you will have much lower latency. So they have developed a technology where, where uh, two musicians can play in real time uh, from two different locations. So you can be in your home, I can be in my home, and we can still communicate and play music together. And that will be enabled by 5G. So that's a very good use case of what we can use it for. And these sorts of things, I, I, sh I should imagine, will spark other creativity. I mean, looking at uh, when we talk about 3G, 4G, 5G, we're talking about generations and spectrums of technology and what that enables when we're talking about telecommunications yeah. and then splitting that spectrum. Some things might die away, like FM radio, less popular in some regions, but not all around the world, so we've got a, a geographical impact. Mm. Um, but do you see when you have hack sessions, just the beginnings of any areas that look completely alien to us? And is it in, you think, by 
expanding these spectrums for us? Yeah, I, I yes, I think so. I think that um, we see a lot of new problems and challenges uh, with 5G and be, very much so during the different hackathons. And I think that that is something that we need to, to work around also, uh, collaborating with, with not only um, inside the company, but also with the ecosystem. So we tend to um, be very isolated, but I think that we need to work much more with uh, partners opening up and sharing. So becoming a more of a sharing economy and an open innovation platform to enable that kinds of, of uh, solutions. And so what makes you excited then when you, what have you seen recently that you can tell us about? Obviously when you work with big companies, it's like, well, we've got some really cool stuff that I cannot tell you about. <laughs> um, but are there things recently that you've seen that you thought actually, yeah, this is, this is fun, this is interesting. I mean, it doesn't always have to have a, a practical point, but it can inform businesses maybe. I think that um, it's, a, it's a lot of, different great technologies such as the different IoT applications. I mean, they are so incredibly cool. And also I tested uh, the VR experience here. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is not from us, but it was so cool to test it. So if you haven't tested it, you should really go up to the room there and test it. Uh, but then I think that um, we have so many different kinds. So it, it's, it's really hard to pick one favorite. But I think that um, we are now working with a company called Magic Case, and they are doing a very easy uh, solution to a big problem. And I think usually that is the best kinds of innovations. So diversity is a big problem within tech. We need to empower more women within tech. And I'm quite new, uh, so I really like this topic. But we are working with um, a company called the Magic Case, and they are building a coding platform for girls. Um, so you can code your mobile case uh, with different messages and, and also learn to code in the same time. And to me, I think that is the kind of innovations that I really like because it's so easy. So I'm thinking, why didn't I come up with that one? <laughs> but, but also it solves a huge problem because you can use it for schools empowering not only girls but also boys uh, to become more interested in tech. And so, um, do you feel that big companies like Ericsson should be spending more time listening to this? I mean, it's great that Ericsson's got someone like you doing things like this. And I'm sure that if you run a big, serious company that is often seen as a monolith or a service provider, that something like a hack day can seem almost a bit silly. You know, it's just like a, a bunch of people making things that are art and I, I can't make money out of this, what's this for? But do you, do you see this influencing big businesses in better ways? Of course, I mean, I, I started at Ericsson for, for one and a half years ago and already um, getting so, so much attraction within the company and we have more than 100,000 people and I'm just one person but, but I think that big corporates really need to focus on, on these kinds of topics and I, I think that it's becoming a trend more and more now that they understand to, to still be a relevant player in the future you need to work much more agile and design and develop around the, the person and, and focus on diversity. So I think that that is very common topics that m more and more 
big companies are working around. So within Ericsson, I think that absolutely it will be a part of our core business to, to focus on these areas. And just to turn that around finally, when you're running um, an incubator, and like, I've done some work with startups and creative technologists, is it easy to steer people then towards a business proposition? I mean, when you're really flying with a creative idea, the last thing you want to think about is how am I going to market this and yeah. can I make some money and you know, will this be my life and how do I fill in a tax form? Mm. But is there a need sometimes to help younger people with brilliant creative ideas think of this so maybe they, they can be the next Ericsson? Yeah, I mean, it goes back to... We, we have seen that it's, it's three reasons why, why ideas or, or startups tend to fail. And one of them is that you develop something that no one wants. So for us, it's very important to also to support them with the business aspect. Because if we have a very creative and talented person who only wants to focus on the tech aspect, then we need to support them with, with other kinds of, of competences as well. And that is something that we are doing from Ericsson. Then we, we are bringing in a business person, for example, to help them with that. But also educating them on how you can do it in a very easy way. And it can be something like going out and asking people if they would buy or test your solution. So that's a very easy way to actually test the business case of it. But also, uh, one of the other three um, things that make, make ideas fail is that you, you are mixing teams poorly. So you, maybe you have a, a team of only developers. So you also need to think about uh, to, to add in a person with another background, so business or design or HR or or something else, so that you, you have the diversity within your own group when developing the technology from the beginning. And then uh, the third thing is that you lack focus. So and that is actually quite hard, because we, we want to, to run on, on all the bullets, but, but uh, to how, keep... How does that happen, though? I mean, surely, you know, if you've got an amazing idea, does it not become your obsession, or, or is that different? Yeah, I think that it becomes your obsession, but I mean, if I have one idea, maybe I, I found 10 different things that I want to do around my idea. So I think that to really keep focus on what I need to do to get what I want with my idea, that's also a very important part of, of the journey in becoming, in going from idea mm -hmm. to finally an emerging business. So that is the, the, the advice that we usually give to startups. Perfect. Well, that seems a good point to round things up, and that's specifically good advice that people can take away as well. Thank you, Thank you very much, Matilda, for talking to us. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's Matilda George, and that's the MTF podcast for another week. If this was your first one, thanks for joining us. Now's a good time for a binge. Go hit the subscribe button, and don't forget to like, share, rate, and review. It all helps. Thanks so much, and catch you next time when we have a really special episode for you. It's an interview I got to do with literally my favorite musician on the face of the earth. Have a great week. 